How to turn a cow into currency? Many communities and nations suffer from a lack of money. Money is borrowed from banks, other nations, or international bodies, but it is never enough. In this essay, we will demonstrate how to make money from anything, including cattle. To make the process as simple as possible to understand, the essay looks at how a farmer can turn a steer into a medium of exchange. Raising cattle or lettuce or chickens creates currency that can be used to create economic development. We do not need banks or other institutions to create money for economic development. The means to do this already exist anywhere people labor. This program can be adapted to any product produced anywhere by anyone to create money that can be used for economic development. The purpose of this piece is not to demonstrate how a cow can be sold or turned into a medium of exchange. The mission of this article is to show people they have the means to create economic development, regardless of who they are or what situation they are in. To start with, if you live in a technologically advanced society and your neighbors have access to large sums of money, you may think there is no need for another form of money. After all, your neighbors have credit cards, bullion, banknotes, lines of credit, and so on. What use is there for another type of money? This essay will demonstrate why you think the way you do. If you believe where you live does not need a new kind of money, it is because you do not understand the nature and purpose of money. Money does not exist to facilitate consumption, it exists to improve the means of economic development. Money is considered a store of value and a unit of account. Consumers, it is said, need a way to store value and make it transportable so they can move around and buy things with ease. This nature of money is not inherent in money. The attributes it has have been given it to facilitate consumption activity. Barter is extremely inefficient, and consumers rarely engaged in it. Barter is too demanding and so people found different ways to acquire goods and services. These various fixes and solutions were developed, which need not be gone into here. No one wants to lead a cow from store to store or from market to market stall, attempting to find something one wants that is owned by someone who wants a cow. The likelihood of finding something owned by someone willing to trade what they have for a cow in the quantity that reflects the value of a cow is so unlikely it is highly unlikely anyone attempted to do it. So there always was a way of implementing a transitional step. There was an intermediary step between owning a cow to owning equivalent trade items. The primary attributes for a currency is divisibility and portability. The currency needs to be composed of something that can be infinitely divisible so that any value between zero and infinity can be represented. But the value must be portable. A million units of value must be as easy to move from location to location as one unit of value. Portable is not just about the physical transportation of value, it is the security inherent in conveying a store of value from one place to another with an extended delay between receiving and relieving oneself of this value. Security of the currency includes protection from inflation, robbery, and irrelevance. 
The currency must be usable anywhere in the market. The currency needs to retain its value or the risk of using it is too great. A better way of understanding the quality a currency needs is accountability. As a unit of account, money is what accountants work with. The facility with which a currency can be used in the practice of accounting is not something we normally concern ourselves with. But despite talking about different forms of money, we rarely rate these kinds of money in terms of their usefulness to accountants. But it ought to be obvious to even non-accountants that cash is the form of money that is the easiest to track. Cash accounting only requires three columns. Cash either exists or it does not. Cash in is recorded as earnings and the cash out column records expenses. What you pay cash for, you own. What you sell for cash, you no longer own. There is no confusion with cash. Clarity is important when choices need to be made. This being said, there are different sorts of cash. Gold bullion is a form of cash, but paper can also be transformed into cash. Bullion turned into money is called commodity money as it is created out of a marketable commodity, whereas paper currency is referred to as a fiat currency. Fiat currency is backed by the power of the government to demand tax payments, which can be paid in fiat currency units. Representative money is money that represents or is backed by a commodity. The gold standard created a form of representative money. But the more valuable the commodity, the less important it is as money. But most of the money moderns use is digital, meaning it is neither a commodity nor fiat and it does not represent anything of value either. It is fiat in the sense the exchange system itself guarantees its fungibility. This kind of currency can be termed fungible because its exchange value is guaranteed by the monetary system itself. The money issuing authority takes it as payment and forces all those who participate in the system to similarly accept the currency as payment for all debts. This is an efficient system, up to a point. One cannot participate in the system unless one has capital. Often this is nothing more than your labor. But at the center of the system is your bank account. One works and earns currency units from someone who does have access to capital, therefore bank account. Banking may appear to be a cash system and account balances may work as if they were cash, but it is not real cash. Banking is based on the existence of liabilities. Bank money is owned by banks. A bank creates a currency, but it will not issue any of this currency without there being a lien on property. The creditor gets to use the banking system if he or she has property that is sold, presumptively, to the bank. One sells a share in a property in exchange for currency units. The share of property mortgaged may be repurchased through paying back the loan. The value of your property mortgage to the bank is the liability portion. Bankers have become gatekeepers of the economy. It is the banker who determines what an asset is worth and if it is worth anything at all, within the context of the monetary system. 
The main concern for the banker is if the asset is inflatable. An asset that depreciates is not a good candidate for a loan. This makes it difficult to borrow money on anything but property, commercial property being the preferred vehicle. However, disposable property is also considered if it can retain sufficient value to ensure the recovery of the principal amount. Interest outstanding can be sued for in court if necessary. All of these kinds of currency have one thing in common. They are all types of assets. Even digital money is owned by someone. Bank accounts have value thus bank accounts can be rented to clients as a loan of a certain value that can be used as a form of money. But the account is an asset owned by the bank. Gold and other forms of specie as well as fiat money and commodities used as money are all assets. But there is a problem with assets used as money. It makes money a product that has value as a commodity. Commodity money can be sold or invested simply by hoarding. By not spending gold, its value increases. Thus, a shortage of gold is a good thing for those who own gold, but a bad thing for the economy. Even digital currency, if not loaned in sufficient amounts, can demand higher interest charges. The owner of currency always has a vested interest in creating a shortage of currency and in taking advantage of the highest exchange value. The hoarding of gold bullion to increase its market value has always been a problem. According to the laws of supply and demand, currency will have higher value when issued than after it has circulated through the economy. A man loaned a trillion dollars will be able to purchase a lot of property at a discount rate compared to those who sell their property and see the value of the currency inflate. It will take more dollars to buy the same property after the trillion dollars has circulated through the economy. This is what inflation is. New money purchases goods and services and depresses the value of current banknotes. New money makes old money less valuable. To create a stable currency requires the market to produce a currency that is nothing more than a unit of exchange and a store of value. It cannot be a commodity, it cannot have value, it must only be a unit of accounting. Money measures value but it ought not and cannot measure its own value, or it is similar to a ruler made of rubber only of less usefulness. A cow does not exist until an egg is fertilized and the embryo is brought to term. The calf is born and is raised to adult when it is slaughtered, bred, or milked. The adult has value because the work of the farmer adds value to the fertilized egg and therefore to the economy. Unlike currency as a commodity, the cow does not dilute value. Adding a cow to the economy enhances the value of the community. A community with a hundred cattle is wealthier than a community with ten cattle. This means that the economy in issuing more currency up to the value of the cow is justified. The value put into the cow by the labor of the farmer belongs to the farmer. The currency paid to the farmer reflects his right to his labor. The labor theory of value states that the price of a good or service is equal to the value of the labor it contains. 
For this theory to be operational we have to divide the labor from what is labored on, assets must be divided from equity. Assets are not created by human labor. To take a stone and create an arrowhead is a skilled process. But regardless of how much work is performed, the substance of the arrowhead does not change and was not the product of man. The design was formed by man, but this is not labor. The labor follows the design and modifies the stone to create the arrowhead. It is the labor that man adds to the stone that has value. This is called equity. The cow is created by the labor of a farmer. The farmer's labor has value and needs to be paid for. The community benefits from the labor of its citizens thus it is the community that has the right to issue money. As people work and create value, they get paid for the work they do by the community that benefits from the labor performed. A cow or any other act of work is turned into currency when the community recognizes the work done by paying for the work done. This is the labor theory of value. Only the community can determine the value that was added to an asset, for the community owns the assets its citizens work on.